I'm Jack Moylan, and you're listening to Let's Talk Business, a podcast geared towards young professionals served with a side of witty commentary. At Lutz, we rally around the mantra, make light, meaning be lighthearted, illuminate solutions, and create energy. We hope this episode will do just that. Let's make the complex simple. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Business. Today, we are talking about Gallup's Clifton Strengths Assessment and how you can utilize those results in the workplace, as well as you know, just strengths in general. Here with me is Human Resources shareholder, Stephanie Hand. Steph, you've been on this once before. I think we talked about benefits, which was fun. We did. That Glad was to be back. Time. Yeah. I get, it, you know, obviously, I was involved in bringing you back, but no, oh, nice. <laughs> I think this is great. I haven't gotten a chance to talk to you in a while, it feels like, and yeah. every time we get a chance to talk, I know it's always a good conversation. So can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, Clifton strengths, your understanding of them, why we use them, why you like them, and, you know, I guess just strengths in general. Sure. Well, for our audience, Clifton Strengths is formerly Clifton Strengths Finder. Right. So I think most people are familiar with the Strengths Finder term. So mm-hmm. that's offered through Gallup. And this is an assessment that identifies your <clears throat> talent themes and kind of your natural patterns of how you execute, influence, build relationships, and think strategically. So we're not talking necessarily about things you have had the experience of doing or skills and knowledge, but more of kind of your innate wiring, mm-hmm. who you are, <clears throat> and the things you like to do best. Would you say those are, like you said, not things that you've acquired? I mean, these are things that you kind of essentially have or just innately part of you. That's right. And they say that some of these natural patterns kind of emerge at the age of 13, Mm. even as early as that. And then the more you use those talents, the more they turn into strengths. So that kind of be the difference between talents and strengths. Talent is kind of that raw ability. And then the more you perform that and you perform, you know, you kind of perfect it, it becomes a strength. So that's kind of when we're talking talents versus strengths. But the premise of this is that it's in our greatest strengths where we have the most opportunity for growth. So I think a lot of times we try to figure out what we're terrible at, you know, and try to fix those things. And I always think back to like when you brought home your report card and Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but well, no, I, I, mean, I threw that away. You threw it away. Oh, yeah. I was well. always good at intercepting mail. I'm not kidding you. There were at least a few times my mom heard this. I, well, she she knows. But, yeah, no, I went and grabbed the mail, and I saw, you know, scut on the thing. I was like, I better be. Yeah, I better, you take, better that take that. You better take that. Take well, a look. I think a lot of experiences are, you know, you bring the report card home, and the parent says, ah, oh, look at all those A's. Now, what can we do about that B? Right. You know, we just have a natural human tendency to mm-hmm. look at what we're not good at. So this really forces us to think about what do we love to do, what, what are we naturally wired to do, and then the more we're able to work in our strengths, so to speak, there's a lot of stats about how the more engaged we are, the more productive, sure. creative, healthier, happier. So, you know, we have used strengths at Lutz over the last almost 10 years now so that we can kind of get people in the right roles and right. kind of maximize their performance. I'm grinning a little bit because I... <laughs> I occupy so much time and always have just kind of on the what I don't do well yeah. side, right? Yes, in terms right. of what do I need to work on? God, you mm-hmm. suck at this. Fix this. Come <laughs> on. You know, my inner voice is kind of aggressive and <laughs> negative in th- at times. Really? Oh, yeah. It was just kind of funny because I tend to try and be a positive outward yeah. person, but yeah. internally... I would make some people blush with the conversations I've had with myself. <laughs> That's really interesting since one of your top strengths is positivity. Yeah. So typically because of that, you would have a natural tendency to see the the silver lining or the positive side mm-hmm. of things. But I do think we're just naturally curious and trying to fix our deficiencies. And one thing, you know, that is kind of a misconception that people have is that you, you can't hide behind your strengths and right. not 
you know, and have these major Not address deficiencies, them or right? Acknowledge yeah. them. That's right, exactly. But if we spend too much time focused on the things we're not great at, we'll get a little better. Right. But if we spend the time doing things we are naturally wired to do, we're going to get exponentially better. Sure. And so that's kind well, of the, it's the background behind bizarre it. bizarre that you, you mentioned. To me, it's bizarre because I made a connection that you know I hadn't made before in thinking about this. But the idea of doing what you love or find what you love to do and do that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's kind of a crock sometimes because <laughs> I think, like you just said, though, find what you like to do or what what you naturally tend to do. Right. Right. right? And exactly. find something that you enjoy that utilizes that. Because if you naturally do it yeah. and you find something about it that you enjoy, that ultimately I think will lead to long term success and, and being able to stick with something that, you know, even when you face difficult times in that in that role, because you will. That's right. And so a really simple way of looking at it is Clifton Strengths has identified 34 talent themes. So really when you're getting your report, you have the option to get your top five right. only or all 34. But if you just get your top five, you should know there's there's more under the surface. Sure. If you came to work every day, like you could do all 34 of those things. Mm-hmm. But coming to work and doing and performing in a way that's at the bottom of your list would be like writing with your non-dominant sure. hand every single day. Have you ever done that? No. Have you ever written with your non-dominant hand? I don't write much. Okay, go ahead and general. sign your name with your non-dominant hand. <laughs> this is going to turn out nice. Um, okay. Okay, I'm watching this, and it's that's quite not awkward. bad. It's not bad. Look at that. What is that? Well, that's not bad. Okay. It's, it's I can read it, but it is. It was awkward to watch you. Okay. Well, not yeah, I bit my lip. <laughs> I bit my lip a little bit, and I was scooting in my seat and had to understand. But now, you're right. If, if I would have asked you to do that, you know, as many times as fast as you could, the quality and quantity would be much lower than it would be if you were doing that with your dominant hand. And One so more time of trying that, I'm getting too upset <laughs> to try again. So yes, you're point. frustrated, right? right? Yeah. So if you find a job or career where you know it's just not the greatest fit, you could do it, but you'd be exhausted. Right. You'd be exhausted, you wouldn't be as productive, and you the quality would not be as high. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something to consider. You know, That's one really great way to use strengths if you know, you're about to enter a career or looking for a new job or just looking for a job change is your strengths can give you a lot of insight into not only the content of the job and the sure. work, but also what kind of environment you think you should be in. Mm-hmm. So as an example, if you have really high like relationship building talents, you probably are looking for a culture that is really going to value people. Right. 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 Because if you don't, you're just not getting your bucket filled. Mm-hmm. Another example of from a job content standpoint is if you if you're applying for a job that really requires you to be a high executor, to get things done, to be really organized, to be you know just to nail down every detail, and that's in your bottom five, you're going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. You could do it, but not very long, right. and probably not very well. Right. So you know it can provide us a lot of insight into job fit. Jess and I from Talent, mm-hmm. that's Talent. We were discussing burnout, the idea of okay. burnout, and what you know what what that looks like, what it feels like, and in the context of millennials, and, and within the context of just everyone in general, sure. and the idea that you can. You know, the, the idea that you get burnt out by working 60 hours a week, it, it can be true. But you if you enjoy what you're doing and you're good at it, you could work 60 hours a week and not feel burnt out. You, right. Vice versa, you could also work 40 hours a week for something that you're not good at or don't enjoy That's right. and feel very burnt out. So to your point, I absolutely. mean, playing to those strengths absolutely will help probably the longevity of your career. For sure. I do think it depends on the combo of bucket filling. Right. <laughs> That's the only way I can think of saying it. Bucket filling tasks right. or, you know, <clears throat> responsibilities that you have. And not 
every single one of it be unique and you'd be very lucky to be in a role that that was a hundred percent of things that just really fulfilled you. But I do have always believed in my career that it has to be a certain amount. There's always right. things we, we're not crazy about, mm -hmm. but the majority of those things should be fulfilling and should be kind of a natural, right. natural well, strength. Of and, and that's, you know, like I said, I, I tend to focus on personally some of the, the some of my deficiencies in a mm -hmm. sense, but I mean, there's certain parts of your job daily that you're going to have to do mm -hmm. that require items on this list that may be in your bottom five, sure. right? So there's, you know, let's say, I'll just think of one of my own, for instance, my diligent detailed note taking, mm -hmm. right? That's mm -hmm. the, that that's something that I constantly have to work on and focus on because right. I don't enjoy it. Right. I'm not, you know, the details sometimes bore me, mm -hmm. but I know that that has to get done yep. and it has to be done in such a way that, you know, someone else would find them sufficient. That's right. And right? If, if you prioritize based on your strengths, I know you prioritize prioritize coming through for people mm -hmm. and influencing them, right. you know that those details have to get done in order to hit your priority. Got it. You As it relates to something thing. that I do value. Yes. So I think sometimes we can think about the stuff we don't love to do. We just mentally attach it to stuff we do. Right. Okay. To enjoy. Sure. Right. It's easy to get short-sighted though when you're doing something you don't like. Totally. And Did you know that connection? you and I have that? We have this, we have three of the same. I was going to say. So you mentioned one of mine. What are yours? So mine are positivity, strategic, ideation, woo, and activator. Woo. So we have three of the same top, and I don't like the details either. So right, because you know, I, I have. Well, and here's something interesting. So I, I took this before I started here, obviously, okay. because right. we, we take the strengths test, and mine were woo, communication, activator, positivity, and input. I had previously taken the strengths finder test assessment in college, freshman year of college. Okay. I had four of the same, so I wanted okay. to take it again because I wanted to compare because right. one of the ideas. Do strengths change? Mm -hmm. I think absolutely they do change, but my four were woo, communication, positivity, input, and empathy. Okay. So I lost my empathy for people and I gained a little <laughs> bit of let's get going, let's do this with the activator. Yeah. So so if you could look under the surface, because you probably right. have always just gotten your top five, right? Mm -hmm. If you look under the surface, though, my guess would be that your positivity, or excuse me, your empathy right. and your activator were always circulating in yep. your top ten. And so sure. that's what I've learned in my training is that if you take this over time, mm -hmm. you know, your results are not going to change drastically because you, you're generally the same person as you were, you know, even when you were 13, you know, sure. nothing has changed so significantly. So you're saying I haven't gotten cold and negative with my age. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, right. Not, I'm not opposed to yeah. understanding others' lives. Exactly. No. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, we got to explain that one later. Yeah. But, so your, your top 10 probably stay in your top 10 or kind of right. circulate around. Sometimes when you have significant life events or significant role changes, some of those can can drop out of that over mm -hmm. time. But for the most part, they are, they're pretty enduring. Sure. And by the way, did you know that one in 33 million would have the same combination, top five combination in the same order as you? Really? One in 33 million. So your talents are also very unique, you know. So if you, we look at how many strengths are there? There's 34. 34. That's got to be a like a combination or permutation. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm getting. I was getting weird into the. Yeah. Never mind. You Go ahead. Into that kind of. Yeah. Thing. Um, so if you if if we look at your positivity versus mine, they're going to look different, right? Because you have different strengths around yours, and I have different strengths around mine. So that's sure. something for people to know as well. Is that you know not all strengths look the same. On everybody, and people can have different levels of it too. This assessment doesn't really measure well, the and that's, levels of it. Yeah, that was one thing that I, I noticed. I mean, it's you read those the detailed descriptions of your your strengths mm -hmm. after you get the results of your strength finder assessment, and it's 
it's quite a bit of information and you read it and you're like, wow, this is bizarre. I feel like I'm talking about myself, but it is, they do change it based on your results and where those come in. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not that it's just a canned definition. That's right. That gets put in there. And Gallup offers some really great reports that kind of integrate kind of what yours look like specifically. So, you know, you were asking me how else you can use strengths. We talked about fit. So I also wanted to talk about performance because it really does provide just some great self-awareness about kind of who you are, what you like, don't like, what you need to look for. And as far as performance goes, you know, a lot of times we use this in coaching because the things that we're not great at are things that are, you know, maybe our strengths on overdrive. So for example, if you're a big picture person, mm-hmm. not really crazy about the details, right. sometimes we just have to remind people, hey, turn that turn that knob down just a touch, sure. right? And so getting good leadership and good performance is just figuring out how they all kind of are turned up or down at different sure. times. Sure. Well, let's get into that because okay, this is, I it. think, my favorite. I, I yeah, again, because here you go I again. I think there's some humor in the in the bottom end of of your strengths or your weaknesses, as you know, as sure. you may say. So yeah. I'll be nice. I'll start with mine. Okay. Um, we're gonna read the basement basement labels. Is so that, let, yeah, let's describe yeah, go that. Ahead, so yeah. every strength really can work in your favor as a strength, and it can also get in your way. Sometimes there's too much of a good thing, so to speak. Sure. Or if someone doesn't understand or comes from a totally different perspective than you do, right. they can perceive your strength to <clears throat> what we would say be in the basement right. versus show the balcony side. So when we talk about balcony and basement, that's got it for our audience. That's what we're. we're so we'll saying, start so. with we'll start with my first is woo, which okay. one of my close close friends here. I believe it was Mr. Nebbia. I told him that I was woo. He goes, what are you, a cheerleader? Hey. I'm like, hey, get out of here. Now, here's the deal. (laughs) Other misperception, right? People can get, some strengths can get a bad rap. Yeah. When really people are just focused on some of the basement sides of it, right? Right. So. Basement. He was thinking about the basement. He was thinking of the basement. So let's go with the the balcony of woo. Outgoing, people-oriented, networker, rapport builder. I mean, that sounds Great. So let's talk. Woo is winning others over, just for anyone right. who doesn't know yep. what that strange word is. So, right. So at the balcony of it, some of your motivation, tell me if I'm wrong, is mm-hmm. you might want to come through for people and, mm-hmm. you know, do things that will make, I don't want to say make people happy, but, you know. I do. Yeah. I like to make people happy. Exactly. And you probably yeah. want to be seen in a favorable light. And a lot of people sure. with that strength do. There's another, also an aspect of woo is someone who might like to walk into a room and, you know kind of social butterfly it and connect with people. And, you know, a stranger is a a friend that's just waiting to happen, you know? So, which is hilarious because the basement is fake, shallow, does not care about deep relationships, (laughs) which is hilarious because if I walk into the room and say, Hey, to every person that I see, everyone's like, God, that guy has got some ulterior motives. He is in here just to try and shake hands and, and just, you know, move around the room. And what's funny is if you talk to some of my closest friends, yeah, I am have some of the deepest relationships. You right. Could have, you right. Could, I could even think. I mean, so it could be misunderstood. Absolutely. Someone didn't understand it or just saw it from from the outside. They could think, "What is this guy doing?" Or Fake why is he looking past me to go on <laughs> yeah. to the next person? Right. right? I, and I can relate to that. I understand. Maybe because they so. were boring. No, I'm just. That's, see, <laughs> yeah. now that's the basement side of it. <laughs> that is right. the negative side. Or they were negative. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so in that moment, if that was ever a struggle for you, you just have to mentally remember to okay. In this situation, I need to turn this woo down. So I will give you an example. There have been times because you're woo I've, as well. 
right? Uh, yes. And there might be a time I'm interviewing someone and I know that woo is at the bottom of their list. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know in those circumstances, you know, I probably need to just turn that down a little bit. A little right? Yeah. Just kind of, hey, you know. <laughs> let them come to you. <laughs> there you go. Not be over, over, overwhelming. Yeah. Over social, I guess. I oh, I've so. certainly known to, I've, I've found myself being overwhelming. Yeah. You know, in certain situations for sure. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's, yes. but so, but anyway, that's self-awareness, right? Sure. So that, you know, kind of in what circumstances do I turn the woo up right. and in what circumstances should I turn it down? And then how do they, how does woo work with positivity and, mm -hmm. you know, well, and so here, okay. That before we can continue on with, with going through these strengths and in, in the balcony basement side, you said self-awareness and I believe that there's a level of, and I don't know if there's a term for this level of, you know, we look at these as strengths, which are characteristics of us innately, but I look at this level of characteristics or attributes that are in my mind, it's a non-starter. You have to have these. I don't, if they are a weakness, you have to fix them. And I think mm, self-awareness is one of okay. them. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's okay to be weak at being self-aware right now. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. a misunderstanding and maybe I'm a little bit you know, being a little bit abrasive in saying that, but I feel like, you know, honesty, right. Integrity, those, those are certain, you know, I'm not saying everyone needs to be outgoing and friendly, but you, you have to tell the truth and you have to be self-aware when you're being a certain way that may come off as, as negative or positive to other people. I mean, is there, yeah. so what I do you say think those about are those? your high values, right? Those Val are your okay. personal high Just values. values, I suppose. But one thing that makes me think about when we think about, when you talk about self-awareness is that, you know, we're so fortunate to have all of this great research from Gallup in our own backyard right. here in Omaha. And, you know, one, one thing they looked at are, they did a ton of interviews with leader, with leaders to say, are there certain strengths that people have in order to be a leader? And you know what right. drives me crazy in this world right now is, you know, on Twitter or wherever, <clears throat> 10, 10 essential qualities to be a leader. You must have these five strengths. You yeah. must have, you know, <laughs> what they found from all their research is that the greatest leaders don't have certain strengths in common. They are just self-aware. Mm -hmm. They know themselves the best. Interesting. And then they surround themselves with people that complement or support, you know, or have different strengths than they do sure. so that they can get things accomplished. And I think that's fascinating because, you know, it kind of tells us that everyone's got a chance. Right. Absolutely. Dumber, right? So Absolutely. Chance, yes, you're right? saying there's a chance. <laughs> there's a, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you, you if you don't have a certain strength, a lot of times people have strength envy too. It's really interesting when you get your strengths back. It's, it's kind of interesting because some people will say, oh... Well, I kind of want yours. You know, it's like, right. well, wait, that makes you who you are. Yeah, right. You know? right. So, yeah. But you just have to know what what those mean and sure. kind of how you operate the best, and then find find ways to support support your weaknesses. So. Yeah. So, so would you say then that that so so values are you know values essentially are qualities or, or attributes that I believe are things that 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 need to be valued mm -hmm. <laughs> you right, know and people right. are listening it's yeah. like uh, thank you jack <laughs> values are values yeah. uh, but then <laughs> but then there are obviously attributes that you just have regardless and and you're better at than others i mean is that do you think you know do you look at it the same way that there's just kind of there's a level of of values or attributes that are kind of you know you need to have those universal yeah probably universally popular or you know that I'd say I don't, I don't universally that, valued. Is that okay to say? <laughs> Everyone needs to value what I value, Steph. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, okay, this is a good point because here's the deal. Like when you are operating in your strengths, yeah. you know, those are the things you value to some okay. degree, right? Sure. There might be some other things like self-awareness is almost like a meta communication type of 
it's broader, but right. you, you clearly value people, right? right? You have a right. lot of relationship building strengths. Sure. You probably value being positive, right? Sure. Like in our strengths, we get energy. We like to spend time there. Mm-hmm. We also value those things. So when other people value different things, got it. It can it can cause frustration. Whether or natural or learned value or, or yeah, right. Yeah. I know I'm not totally. No, that I mean no, that makes sense. I mean it's it's. I need to be less probably black and white about the difference between what I value or what I think I value, yeah. right? That right. kind of goes back to right. I might think that I need to be a detailed note taker, right? But I don't naturally value the detailed notes, That's so right. it's kind That's of right. a you know exactly. So it's all one thing, and it's all confusing. It's confusing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let's oh go gosh. on to the next one. I think communication is communication on your list of no, strengths? it's not. It's, it's not. Right. Let's okay. talk about it. So yeah. mine communication. Balcony is storyteller, great presence, easy to talk to, energizing, entertaining, charismatic. Yeah, so people with communication, they love to talk things out, right? So there's another one called intellection where those folks tend to like to think through and reflect and take the time to really like mull it over. So if you have a communication person in a room and an intellection person in the room in a meeting together, Mm -hmm. it it can look very different. One-sided almost, maybe? It can look one-sided. But the person with an election can have just as great ideas or be just as engaged. So there's an example of, you know, how we can use strengths to kind of be good team members and Absolutely. collaborate. But communication, yeah, they could be good storytellers, jokesters. They could be great with metaphors or analogies or be really good about putting, you know, be good writers or, you know, putting ideas into words. And sure. so because you have that positivity, too, you probably have a lot of enthusiasm. I know you do. That's why. And you put Maybe on, that's why I was called the cheerleader. Make things fun and exciting. It's probably one of the reasons you're hosting these podcasts, sure. honestly, right? Well, thank you. So, well, so that's the high side. So let's so talk let's, about the basement. Let's go to the basement, your favorite side. Blabbermouth, poor listener, <laughs> self absorbed, show off, always needs attention. Again, okay. accurate. Do you feel like those are true? <laughs> In a sense, of okay. course I do. Now, I and mean, th- this is very. Here's, these are very extreme, as just an, as. I think it's, but I think it's so. hilarious. But I think it's hilarious because to almost the opposite of woo, right? Where or not opposite of woo, opposite of the basement of woo. Not, you know, does not care about deep relationships. If someone were to just see me interacting in a room mm-hmm. of strangers and they don't know me at all, right. I could look at you know I could be looked at as a blabbermouth, the poor listener, self-absorbed, show-off, right? But then I also, I, I can notice that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Why do you feel the way you feel about me? I promise I'm not a show off <laughs> and I really want to listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> Get back here and talk to me. Because <laughs> you're self-aware. <laughs> yeah, and you but, know that's a possibility, right? And then they're like, and then most of the time they're like, no, dude, I don't. Sometimes it's yeah. interesting if you look at the basement of all your top five, there can sure. be themes, right? And if you see a trend, that's really something to pay attention to. Absolutely. Wow. If if all of my strengths together are, are misperceived, perceived, you know, and I can look like this, it doesn't mean you need to change yourself. It just need you might need to just tweet, maybe turn the volume tweet. down a little turn bit. Turn down a touch. Turn the volume That's down. Right. Or maybe turn volume up on <laughs> something and down on another. That's right. Like with Woo, I used to put a little post-it note that said whoa. <laughs> or yeah, well, W O you know, whoa, that, because yeah. it was a reminder to me like don't overpromise. Whoa. You know, yeah. you want to come through for people, but turn it down. That's a great don't point. That is something, so. yeah, overpromising mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Is, yeah. is, you know, because I want to tell everyone, yes, of course I can do that. Right, right, exactly. Like, Wait a minute, no, I can't speak French. <laughs> I cannot translate. <laughs> but then I'll go learn French and try to figure out, and then I'll fail. But any, anyway, oh uh, activator is my next one. Do okay. you have activator? I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So the balcony is self-starter, fire starter, energy source, fearless. Yes. So this is an influencing talent. You can divide all of these into different themes. So Interesting. Executing, okay. influencing, relationship right. building, and strategic thinking. So you have a lot of influencing talents, and Activator is one of those talents. Right. And so people with Activator, they like to jump right in and let's go. And if you want to, if, if there's a problem to be solved, you know, you got some people who sit back and strategize or analyze or think, you know, people with Activator, like to get in is how I'm going to get it done. Is that how you feel you, you, you approach yeah, I'm, things? Sometimes I have strategic too. So, so it's a balance okay. of let me think through my <clears throat> options. And then once but then I you think say, hey, I've thought enough. Yeah. I need to go. That happens pretty quick. And then I'd rather like jump in and if we need to change things on the fly, we can change it. Right. But if you have an activator and someone who has deliberative, deliberative is someone who's going to assess the risks of, you know, different options. Right. That can be a really good complementary partnership, mm -hmm. but it can also create frustration if you, sure. you're in a, a, Let's a go, work group man. at school Come on. or at work, you know, at work, right. you know, you've got people with different you know, ways of approaching. So right, yeah. It's like let's get started, and they're sitting there saying you're being careless. Careless, right? Because look at that basement. Yeah, let's talk about the basement. Ready, fire, aim, loose cannon. Speak before you think <laughs> in left field because others haven't caught up. <laughs> Did you Which, add that last part? No, it says oh, that. <laughs> yeah, it says that. But I think well, the way I think about that last comment, though, in left field because others haven't caught up is me in my head saying, because no one else yeah. is caught oh, up, that's right. why I'm in the right, field. Right, right, okay. So, so yeah, so that's just something to, yeah. And it, with communication, you're going mm -hmm. to be talking through it and talking through it and acting and going in and right. there's going to be others. overwhelming and overpaying. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we need people. All of your emotions are very aggressive and very intimidating. No. Yes. Here's the deal. One thing to also point out is that good teams have a little bit of everybody. Sure. You know, if you if, if everyone's like you, that's that's going to we're going it's to suck. not going to work. And I if promise. everyone's the opposite of you, that's not going to work either. We right. do need the balance because right. you need to bring the action out of people, and sure. you need to get to help them do things. So, in your current role, you know, wh what are you loving about that? Is there anything that you're doing in that role to to take people to action? Because you have these influencing talents. Sure. You know. Are you helping people get yeah. things done? Yeah. Well, it's it's them? it's interesting because I'm in a role that I didn't I didn't go to school for technology. I went to school for supply chain management, business, and you know that that entire realm. And so I don't know enough to be able to accomplish things on my own, which I mm -hmm. think is really good. Mm -hmm. But then the activator side of me says, "Hey, I don't think you're doing this fast enough, <laughs> or why are you taking so long to start this?" Mm -hmm. And they're like, "Well, you don't even understand it. So why are you telling me I need to get going?" So you it's know, probably so a good balance. It right? is. Oh, absolutely it is. And yeah. it's it's been, I mean, you know, I now that that to the other side of it though, I'm like, "Well, let's just jump in and take a look at it, you know, and you show me around and and help me understand mm -hmm. exactly what's important or what's necessary." what's not, what, you know, like to have, need to have kind of thing. Yeah. And what's, what's great on a team is when you do have, when people have taken Clifton Strengths, you mm -hmm. can, you can start to have a common language between right. each other. So then if you, if you know that's a possible kind of, you know, touchy point, it's easy to say, okay, here, here goes my activator again, but I got to jump in to see this, right. you know, and just those little comments help with teamwork and collaboration because people know you're not trying to, to do that to like, I don't know, throw things off. Right. You're doing that because it's how you're wired. Sure. And they can say back, hold on, you know, I'm, well, I'm deliberating right now. I can know, absolutely. So. Sometimes I, I've even, I did it today, jumped in to ask someone a question, you know, popped up at their desk, said, mm -hmm. Hey, they were 
doing it, you know, what we were talking about, they were working on what we were discussing, but he's much more, you know, in my mind, it seems a lot more deliberative and, mm -hmm. and strategic about it. And so when I'm like, Hey, so what's going on? Let's talk through it. You know, it's kind of like, well, what? that's what I'm doing right now in my head. Right. I'll let you know when you need to know something. Kind right. Of thing, yeah. Right. True. And so it's, I think utilizing your technology is a good way to do that. Right. Send someone an email or a message mm -hmm. instead of calling them or jumping at their desk. Cause I like to do, I like to call. Yep. I'm big call guy. Run right over. Yeah. Someone, yeah. Run on over. Hey, so let's talk about this. Stop what you're doing. Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. I'm here. Hello. Well, and <laughs> you, know. you have to know who you're working with. And so that's the other um, great thing that strengths can show us is if we, if we're working on a team and let's say there's, you know, five on that team, if we really understand the strengths of our teammates, that really helps us in our approach and, and knowing kind of how to, how to maximize the relationship between you know one-on-one -on -one, but also absolutely. in the group so absolutely that's yeah. huge no um, so it's it's interesting but it's it's fun what know, are times that you've seen activator cause you problems or or mm. your basement level features come out <laughs> of activator yes well this is i i retook it and this one this one moved up for me did and it so, yeah and i think that's probably as my role has changed and I now you said to, that yeah with kind of a surprise yeah as my role has changed and i've had to just really act quickly on a number of things and not not wait on them, you right. know, that has, has moved up. But I would say that what I've learned in management is that not everyone is comfortable just jumping in. Sure. So that's where I've had to turn my activator down. Cause it's easy for me to say, just go for it. Go, just do it. Go in, go in and try right. it. Just go have the conversation. Because you've already assessed, well, you've already assessed the risk in your head about right. what's the worst that can happen or, right. or, you know, you understand that. Well, yeah. Whereas some people, it takes longer to come to that conclusion. That's probably. right. Exactly. So I've really, I really use strengths in management and I think a lot, you know, a lot of people are, are using that, whether they're being managed or they're managing, we can really <clears throat> use that insight on both sides of the relationship. So for example, you know, let's take delegation. Mm -hmm. You know, when people move up into a role where they're able to delegate, Tough it's hard yeah. and it's kind of universally challenging for most people. But there's a different reason why it's challenging depending on what your strengths okay. are, right? If you have woo and you have to delegate, you don't get to be the person that gets to come through anymore. Right. You got to hand that energy bucket filling thing off. Right. That's tough, right? Or, you know, if you're a high achiever and you like to get things off the list and now you're giving it to someone else to get off the list. You can't cross it off. Yeah, it's not as fulfilling. So I think, sure. you know, strengths can give us insight as to why things like giving feedback is hard, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you have positivity, I'll tell you, giving feedback, hard feedback is, 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 is hard. positivity on yours as well? Yeah. Okay. It's hard, right? Because <clears throat> you want someone to walk out and feel, mm, okay, positive. Well, that's not going to happen all the time right. when you're giving feedback. So a lot of insight can be gathered, you know, through so here's, strengths. Here, here's my... My one, not it's not a gripe, but it's a it's a question or a thought related to, I mean, all of this analysis and understanding of our strengths takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. But when you're communicating daily, you know, with individuals in your company, mm -hmm. you don't have time to sit down and say, uh, "My sorry, my activator was causing me to be an ass," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, or right. you need you right. know that. So right. how do you, I mean? You know, is it is it set aside some time to, to really, you know, maybe once a month look at them, just say, hey, here's where I'm at and kind of think about examples in the past where you've had conflict and, and ref it's, is it more of reflection, do you think? Or how do you get to the point where you're noticing and, and catching, you know, these instances? Do you have time to talk about your weekend at work? 
Absolutely. Okay. So you, <laughs> I'm being facetious here. No, I do. You've got though. the time to I say. Abso- I, well, but, yeah, and, I was, and not not for, not completely facetious. Okay. So I find a way all the time. Exactly. So here you go. You have two minutes or one or right. thirty seconds to just say, "Hey, Steph, tell me about one of your strengths." Okay. In fact, I challenge you to do that this week. I Easy, will. Right. Absolutely. Hey, tell me about one of your strengths and what does it look like? And you know, I think just <clears> having. I know that. The, the reality of having those conversations all the time may seem far-fetched, but, you know, if you really are putting it as a priority as an organization, you know, sure. those are pretty easy conversations to have. Or sure. if you're if you're experiencing a little bit of, you know, conflict or frustration, going to t- talk to someone like me to just say, hey, can I talk through these, this person's strengths with you just to see where this might be coming from? You know, that's or even another way using to gain them. insight. Or so. even using the strengths as a framework to to settle conflict, right? right. Like if I run into an issue with someone yep. and we're going at it, not yep. going at it, but I mean, you know, trying to address something where we're butting heads on it, yep. it'd be probably a great opportunity to say, well, wait a minute, let you know, let's yep. slow down because yep. you always need to slow down in a conflict yep. or in an interaction, yeah, and then bring some of these in. Yeah, exactly. And I would say, like, if we have, you know, because then I can put the blame on my. My attributes on a piece of paper. Yeah. Oh, it's the activator that's causing yeah. it. That's not me. <laughs> no. I think if you can get to the point in a group, like if you're working in a smaller group on a project, to be able to say, hey, before we start this project, what pieces of this do you like? Sure. You know, I always think back to school and the, you know, the, the school projects we did. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's, or I guess any, any, any project, you've got people who love the ide- ideation, strategic, front end stage. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of people that like to make sure everyone's included. Right. Who's doing this? Who's doing this? Who's doing this? And you've got a lot of people. That's that, great. Motion. <laughs> if you can see my arms. Yeah, bring the arms yeah. in. Like, a, like <laughs> grabbing everything. Yeah, or or the end part. There are a lot of people that love to execute. Right. And then there are people who like to present. You know, And so if you can have just a five-minute conversation ahead of time, like what part of this gives you energy? Because you should be doing that part. Right. That doesn't take much time. Right. And it helps you learn about people and kind of, you know, where they're going to be at the highest of their performance so well and i no, i think that that makes that makes plenty of sense i mean you know look thinking back to college we had situations where you're in group presentations or group projects and you had to you had to delegate roles and and you know work together to to you know come up with a final you know ready presentation yep we don't you don't take the time to do that all the time because you're you're doing it right Right, that's the one thing i hear over and over again, and I say the same thing is, well, it's hard for me to either fix this or work on this or, or be more strategic about who's involved because we're just doing it, mm-hmm. right? That's, yep. I mean, that's a tough, yep. so taking that extra five, 10, 15 minutes to say, all right, this is why we are where we are, that's, that's right. you know, because hopefully we've found ourselves in, a lot of the time you're already in the role that you should be in. Sometimes you're not, but if you're already in the yeah. role you should be in, yeah. Even just talk about why you're in those roles would right. probably be helpful. I agree, and I was—that's exactly right. I was just going to suggest that if, if you, whether you're in a role you love or one you don't love, it's very beneficial to write out what part of this role gives me energy, mm-hmm. and what part of this role is depleting. Sure. Do I feel like I'm just, you know, kind of feel strangled? You right. know, and it's pretty eye-opening. I mean, you're, you hope your list, your your first list is longer of the right. things that fulfill you, right. but it is—it gives you some <clears> insight. You know, and is there anything on the other side of that list that you're able to talk to your manager about to potentially, 
you know, either help get over why, you know, why that is not fulfilling or, you know, but we also have to realize there's going to be those things. And sometimes even just the, more than anything, I think helping people understand that they're not alone and feeling that way about that part, right? I brought up things that I have about my role with, you know, with my managers or, or, you know, anyone around that role said, hey, you know, this part sucks. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, I know. I think so too. Yeah. But, you know, so then it's like, oh, wow, okay. This isn't that I'm in the wrong role. It's maybe this is a task that I, no one likes. Right. But right. has to be done. Yeah, that's right. And sometimes your strengths will be better suited as you grow into a role. Sure. So I'll just give a, you know, a personal example. If, I, if I'm starting out in, in HR and I'm you know, executing a lot of tasks, that is not what I'm great at. Right. But I know to get where I want to go, that's necessary. And kind of as I've grown in my <clears throat> role... Now my job is to really look big picture. Dress for the job you want. And be strategic, right? Right. That is more in tune with what, how I'm naturally wired. So, you know, sometimes we have to kind of, I don't want to say pay our dues a little bit, but, you know, just get that experience in so that as we grow in our role, we can, can really maximize what we're, we're great at. Right. No, that makes total sense. I think that it brings so much more actual definition and detail to the concept of dress for the job you Mm -hmm. want, Mm -hmm. not the job you have. Yeah. There you go. Right. The role you're going to be in is going to require certain things. Yes. So work on those things, right. Or, or or move maybe in that direction, Mm -hmm. you know, wear Mm -hmm. a button up. Instead of, a, you know. instead of flip-flops yeah instead of flip-flops <laughs> well let's can, let's go through these so we've got i've got oh, okay. two more i've got positivity and input that i just wanted to go through sure. so i've got woo communication activator positivity and input what are your okay. five again mine are positivity strategic ideation woo and activator so strategic and ideation we're going to get to after so let's do these okay, quick because i want to talk about the ones that you have that i don't okay Positivity, enthusiastic, lighthearted, optimistic, energetic, you know, whatever. Insincere, naive, superficial, and Pollyanna. Hold on. <laughs> I find it very fascinating you don't want to focus on the positives of positivity. <laughs> because I think that Why those that? are, because I'm afraid people are sitting there saying, oh, God, he's so, you know, superficial. You're afraid of the, the misperception right? of what but positivity is, yeah. I do try to live a very optimistic life, right, in the sense that, Negative bad things are always going to be there. They're mm-hmm. never going away. We're going to have to deal with really crappy stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So why would you think about them? Yeah, and that's perfect right? because they're there. With that strength. That's right. You know. Yeah, and so you have a lot of influencing talents. Well, positivity is emotional influencing, whereas like woo is social influencing. Mm-hmm. You can also emo- influence people emotionally. So when you're working with clients, you know sure. that infusion of positivity <clears throat> and making them feel good and valued and right. seeing the bright side right. is part of that, you know, ability to, sure. to, to get them to a certain spot. So. And then, you know, <laughs> superficial or insincere. If you are positive every <laughs> single day, so, so right. overly positive and just throwing out praise right and left, you know, it's going to start to get, you know, a little annoying. Low. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or just not mean as much, right? No, it won't mean anything. And actually. I've, I've, I've really struggled with that in my career in that I really do see the positive side of right. people a right. lot. Sure. Well, I've realized like if I don't give specific positive feedback, it just sounds like a lot of fluff. Sure. You know, I have to get more specific with why they did a great job, you right. know, or, but I've also had to work on like, <clears throat> how do I, if someone's frustrated, how do I stay, how do I 
go into that frustration with them and kind of be there for them mm-hmm. when I might not see it frustrating at all. Well, that's interesting. How do I get into that? Because that's some that's, that's the way I feel sometimes is, hey, I got to jump down in there with them right. and say, yeah, you're right. This is crap. Right. You know, I hate that <laughs> yeah. person. And then it's like, you know, as you're talking through it, you're kind of climbing you out of up. the ladder. Yeah. You're kind of like, come on, you come know, on. this is bull crap. This situation sucks. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're sitting there, you're like, hey, we're out of it. Yeah. This is great. You know, but you got to be with them for a little while. And that, that's something that, you know, I know personally that has been something I've worked on. Also, I have ideation and positivity. So I I must think I have a lot of great positive ideas, right? But if we're looking at an idea for the firm, right. um, I have funny. to go to people I know who are restorative, who look for problems, or, or who are deliberative, who mm-hmm. see risk, mm-hmm. and say, here's my idea. What do you think? Shoot holes in it for me because I don't always see the holes, right? right? And, but I know that because of being more self-aware of sure. how positivity looks on me it's like we're a we're a train moving forward and you are putting new headlights on and you know painting the front and and someone else in 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 the company sitting there saying well hey that back wheel really needs to be it's real squeaky that's right we need to fix that but these things you know but these things up here there's your communication Trying like a little analogy like to picture things you know (laughs) input great resource is this thing i'm a great resource you can be because input is about information. Okay. So you probably like information, right? Store it and yep. want to give information to people. I love Jeopardy. So. Yeah, Jeopardy. <laughs> information. Well, and so that's what's funny. Yes. Is the balcony or the the basement knows a lot of worthless worthless information. <laughs> Pack rat, cluttered house, cluttered mind, or Ron. This was Ron's favorite. He laughed out loud at this. He was boring conversationalist. Oh my gosh. I don't really yeah, I don't really get that one, but you know, I think do you feel like you like a lot of information? Absolutely. Okay, so kind of all over the place. If too you're at headed times. into a project, you might that's good to know about yourself, right? If you feel uncomfortable, you might not have all the information you need. Sure. And likewise, you might provide information and sometimes too much information to somebody. Right. Right? Oh, absolutely. And so that's just one thing to be aware of with input. So do you well, have any collections? Physical My or mom would say yes. I bet I had all, ki- all kinds of stuff. I, I think I went through a rock phase. Okay. Yeah. You know. Like a, a <clears throat> rock or... No, like rocks. Like rocks, hard rocks. Like hard rocks. <laughs> in nature. Yeah, in nature. <laughs> you know, in not extremely organized with those collections. Pick yeah. them up, put them down kind of thing, yeah. you know, but... A lot of people with input have collections and sometimes it's a collection of emails. Sometimes it's a collection of, you know, books or it's just information. Certainly. So it's kind of interesting. No, I, I mean, I, w- I would say, I would say absolutely in certain senses. I mean, I don't currently organize or maintain a collection of anything <laughs> other than, you know bunch of worthless information yeah do you save articles or emails or yeah i guess maybe maybe the only collection i have truly is my favorites on on my browser my internet browser you know i come across something i gotta keep that yeah and i may not look at it for six months that's right your collections have probably matured you know but sure probably have a tendency to do that so certainly so yours were ideation and strategic those were the other ones the other two so ideation improves on existing learns quickly agile mind yeah, this is kind of like popcorn of the brain. You know, it, it, it's innovation and creativity. And if someone says, do you have any ideas? I could come up with a lot of ideas. And they might not all be good. <laughs> but I usually can, can can think of, you know, things outside of the Do box, you so. have the confidence to spit out those ideas when people ask for them? Yes. And, in fact, it can be detrimental to me because sure. I can give too many ideas. You sure. know, if I'm working with an executor, I see them 
frantically writing down all these ideas. Like, no, 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 just let me you're get like, them out. Yeah, you're like, wait a minute, there's only two of those six that were actually like valuable. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you wanted ideas, yeah. I'm just giving them to you. You know, so I've had to learn how to like, okay, how would I present two ideas? And if someone doesn't like those two, I'll give you two more. I got four more. I got, yeah. <laughs> so you know. that's that one. The basement is uh, serendipitous, lacks follow through or creates more work. Yeah, I like the idea. I don't always like the execution sure. of the idea. So I need to be surrounded with really strong executors. And thankfully I am on our team to help get any ideas that I have accomplished. So right. yeah, that's it's not my strength. So that's I like. See, I think it's great to go through these. I think it gives people examples of how they can work, you know. Things so. to keep in mind moving forward. Strategic. Anticipates alternatives, intuitive, sees different paths. Yeah, so this is a big picture mindset and and kind of an intuitive way to approach decision making. And so a lot of times I can if there's a problem in front of me, I can think quickly in in options. Okay, there's option A, B, C, I think option B. Now, it might not be right, but I can get my mind there pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. I can kind of see around the corner. The hard side of that is I kind of get my mindset sure. quickly, sure. you know, and I don't have patience sometimes for people to maybe get to my same conclusion. So is that, that the, yeah, the basement then jumps to quick decisions, difficult to understand their thinking, closed-minded. So when I've been training people, sometimes it's difficult because I'm, I, I can, if I get there fast, I don't always know how I got there because it's an intuitive talent. Right, that right. makes sense. So well, it's, it's hard it's to lay It's odd steps. to me because I look at, because strategic is, what would you say the, the categories for strategic? What kind it's of? It's under thinking. Thinking. Mm -hmm. And uh, empathy is, is emotional under, or? It's, it's under relationship. Relationship. Mm -hmm. So I, for whatever reason, I look at that definition or the, the balcony of strategic and think the thinking version of empathy because mm -hmm. of seeing different paths. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? And the interesting part about that even further I think is the basement of that is is a closed-minded approach so mm -hmm. where I would see I, I would think on the positive half of that it's you can see some empathy in, in your ability to see another way or another mm -hmm. path but then the other side of that is is closed-minded mm -hmm. which is almost the opposite of empathy if you kind of stop at the <clears throat> thinking up through your options that would be open-minded but I think with strategic, you conclude on an option. Sure. So that's where it can look closed-minded. Right. Because you've kind of already determined where you're going. But your activator says we have to choose an option. That's right. <laughs> but if you have two strategic people in a room, sure. and one one in their head has option B and one has option C, it, it can be a little bit of a, sure. you know... Well, those were those were our, our balconies and basements. <laughs> there you go. Those exactly. are fun. Did okay, you have any so. things that you really wanted to, to discuss? I mean, I, there may be things that, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about, but... I would just say that, you know, this is not just work-specific, mm -hmm. you know, or school-specific. This can really be beneficial outside of those areas in life and in relationships. It can be the best $20 you've ever spent to True. get your top five or to get somebody else's, whether that's in, you know, a relationship that you have or a with a sibling or with a parent. You know, a lot of times, you know, people either we either mesh with people or they drive us nuts. Sure. Right. And they don't mean to. It's probably because we're coming from different viewpoints. And so right. sometimes that that insight can be super, super valuable. So, right. you know, if, if people are interested in taking this, it's as easy as getting on Gallup's website to, to, to purchase a code. Right. And you can either get your top five, like I said, or your all 34. Mm -hmm. So Do they provide the basements? I, I believe that resource is on their website somewhere, okay. but you can go on and get watch a different video about each of the 34 talents. So awesome. I strongly encourage, I mean, have you had anyone in your life take this? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Who knows? Well, I mean, I, you know, would you just, consider it? 
Absolutely. Yeah. It provides yeah. a lot of great insights. So. I think it's just great for conversation too, for <laughs> yeah. my boring conversations. Do you, I want to try one more thing. Do you have anything positive? That, Cause I think, you know, one of my strengths is positivity. I think yeah. positivity is huge. Do you have anything positive that you'd like to leave with everyone that's listening? So like, if someone were talking to you right now and, yeah. and they were having a tough time, what do you want to tell them? Well, I think if they're having a tough time, it means they probably there's some fit somewhere, whether it's a relationship or, or a job or something in life that's not lining up with either their values or things that make them feel fulfilled. Sure. So strengths can really give you, you know, this simple assessment can really give you some insight into what you need in your life, relationship, or just your work mm-hmm. to really feel like you're you're making a difference and can be who you are. So, cool. Yeah. Oh, awesome. It's been great insight for me yeah. personally. But. Well, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank this you. It's been fun. Appreciate yeah. it, Jack. You've reached the end of another episode of Let's Talk Business. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on your podcast app, Spotify, or iTunes. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to make light.